Now that Calais Campbell is back, it is time for the Falcons' defensive line to dominate the Miami Dolphins in joint practices this week. You are Locked On Falcons, your daily Atlanta Falcons podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So, guys, welcome back to this illustrious Locked On Falcons podcast, your daily Atlanta Falcons podcast, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta, your team every day. And, of course, you know me. I'm your very humble host, Aaron Freeman, a.k.a. Mr. Drew, a.k.a. Serious Black. And we thank each and every one of you that makes this illustrious podcast your first listen each and every day. Shout out to the everydayers. Follow in their footsteps by subscribing or following for free on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts. So later on today's episode, I'll be updating you guys on sort of where I'm at with the 53-man roster projection now that we're a little more than a week and a half into training camp. I last did this in late June, around June 22nd or so, uh, and sort of make the adjustments to mostly some of the back end roster spots and some practice squad players uh, for the most part, but give you that update, but we'll kick things off talking about my expectations heading into this joint practice session. These two days of joint practices that the Falcons have on Tuesday and Wednesday. And then that's followed by their preseason game against the Miami dolphins on Friday and sort of my expectations for that. And then we got some good news on Monday, right? Arthur Smith told us, you know, wait 10 days and I'll give you an update on Calais Campbell. I, I believe today was the 10th day from when he made that statement earlier in camp. And we got an update on Calais Campbell. He has been activated off the non-football injury um, past uh, injury list, past his physical. He's going to return to practice. Probably won't get a ton of work this week. You know, I, I think the Falcons, Arthur Smith has spoken about ramping him up. So you, you might see a little bit of him in these joint practices, but certainly whatever we get from Calais Campbell this week will be, you know, much appreciated, especially going up against this Dolphins offensive line. That's probably the biggest weakness on that Dolphins roster. And so piggybacking on a point that I made on yesterday's episode when talking about how the Falcons defensive line needs to get rolling early in the season and in, in part to help compensate for any absences that they have in the secondary, like Jeff Akuda, who may miss the early part of the regular season with that ankle injury. I want to see that start this week against Miami, against a lackluster offensive line in these scrimmages. Obviously you're not hitting a quarterback, but I do want to see, you know, instances where there would be sacks, right? Where they, if they blew it dead or whatever, that would have been sacked. You know, you look at the dolphins offensive line is basically Teron Armstead. And then a whole bunch of like middling guys, you know, Robert Hunt's a decent right guard, but probably at least three of the other starting spots are open question marks over whether or not the dolphins have, you know, quality starters at those spots. And that's a perfect opportunity for those D linemen, interior D line going up against that left guard, whoever that is, Liam Eikenberg, Isaiah Wynn, going up the edge rushers going up against that right tackle, Austin Jackson, presumably. I want to see, you know, a lot of buzz building about this Falcons defensive line in this week of practice, right? This is an opportunity for them to show me that they're going to get off to that you know, promising start early in the season by getting off to a promising start going up against one of the weaker offensive lines that they may wind up, whether it's practice or in games, that they may wind up seeing uh, this season. So that's something I want to keep an eye on. Another thing I'm going to keep an eye on is that Dolphins offensive line. 
as I mentioned in late May or early June on this podcast, we might be looking at this Dolphins unit, some of those backup players that if they don't make the cut in Miami, they may be guys that we might bring in here for this swing tackle position, which is a question mark for this Falcons uh, unit. And the Falcons made it assigned another tackle today. You know, they've signed a bunch of offensive linemen and defensive linemen. So clearly they're trying to ramp up the competition uh, along the line of scrimmage in training camp with some of those moves. But we talked about how several of the backup tackles for the Dolphins have connections to this coaching staff. Sean Flaherty, the Falcons office, assistant offensive line coach, was an assistant in Miami. So he's connected with Liam Eikenberg and Austin Jackson. You have Cedric Aboy. He was a teammate of Jake Matthews in college at Texas A&M. Jerron Christian uh, you know, was drafted by Kyle Smith, the Falcons assistant GM, when he was with the Washington. Uh, and you have Kendall Lamb, who was coached by Dwayne Ledford, the Falcons offensive line coach at App State. Right now, from paying attention to what's going on in Miami, it does seem like Kendall Lamb is kind of the front runner to be sort of the swing tackle there with Eichenberg seemingly the front runner to be the starter at left ta- left guard. I'm sorry. And Jackson, the starter at right tackle. We'll see what develops. I know Isaiah Wynn was on the pup list, just came off of it. So we'll see if he can push one or more of those guys for a starting spot. Um, but it does look like a boy. He and Jerron Christian are sort of the guys on the bubble. And those are guys that haven't been great starters in the NFL, but, you know, have some experience starting in the NFL, which is exactly what you're looking for in a swing tackles that can be sort of a plug and play starter in the event that Jake Matthews or Kayla McGarry go down to injury. And I don't know if the Falcons have that guy. I don't know if Jalen Mayfield's that guy. I don't know if Josh Miles is that guy. And so that's something to keep an eye on. So I know when we get to the Friday preseason game, Usually I don't pay any attention to the other team that the Falcons play. I'm just focused entirely on the Falcons, but I will be paying attention to those tackles in that game. And we'll see what those guys do in this practice. Cause we might be talking about these guys again at the end of August, when it comes to the cuts and the Falcons, maybe doing some roster shuffling. Another battle that I'm looking forward to seeing in this joint practice week is the Falcons DBs against the Dolphins receivers, right? That may be the biggest strength of the Dolphins roster, which is Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, probably arguably the best duo of wide receivers in the NFL. Certainly probably the toughest matchup of wide receivers in the NFL just because of their speed. Right. But it's not just those two guys going up against our DBs, you know, D Alford covering Tyreek Hill in the slot. That's going to be an interesting challenge, but it's the number three, number four, and number five receivers that the Dolphins have, right? Braxton Berrios, Robbie Chosen, a.k.a. Robbie Anderson, Cedric Wilson are all proven NFL receivers. Those are guys that are three, four, five in Miami, but many of those guys would be a three or even a two in a lot of other NFL teams. And seeing our sort of unproven cornerbacks, you know, everybody outside of A.J. Terrell is unproven to a certain extent. Um, how they fare against some of these more proven receivers, I think, will be an interesting battle to watch. Now, of course, I focus mostly on the Falcons defense going up against the Dolphins offense. That to me is kind of the marquee matchup. Um, I don't have high expectations for the Falcons offense against the Dolphins defense, to be honest with you guys. And part of that is not because I'm down on the Falcons offense, but I think at this point in the summer, as I've discussed before, I don't expect this unit to be kind of this well-oiled machine. You compare it to the Falcons offense that they had two years ago when they faced the Dolphins in that joint practice, you know, back in 2021. You know, you had a veteran quarterback in Matt Ryan. You had, you know, receivers that he was comfortable with, played a lot of games with, like Calvin Ridley, Russell Gage, Hayden Hurst, et cetera, in in addition to all the new faces they had, like Kyle Pitts back then. And you don't really have that right now. So I'm not really expecting Desmond Ritter to go down to Miami and look super, super crisp 
in, you know, their scrimmages and all these various things, working with a relatively newer bunch of receivers that outside of Drake London, he hasn't really worked a ton of with at this point in time. So I'm not putting these high expectations on the Falcons offense to come out of these joint practices, you know, with people singing the praises of them. Now, I would love to be wrong about that. Don't get me wrong. I would love to come on here tomorrow, guys, and say, hey, day one of joint practice, the Falcons offense was cooking the Dolphins in red zone drills and all that stuff, whatever it is. But I'm not going into the week expecting that. So I wouldn't recommend other people going into the week, but, you know, do whatever you want to do. Live your life how you want to live it. Don't let some guy on an illustrious podcast tell you how to live your life. So that is kind of where my head is at going into these joint practices. Of course, tomorrow we'll be reacting to day one of the joint practices, and then the following day we'll be reacting to day two. The thing you got to keep in mind is usually the team that gets the, you know, pushed around on day one usually comes back with a vengeance on day two. So that will be something also to keep an eye on if that uh, trend uh, continues as the week unfolds. So we'll be breaking it down, uh, you know, all week long here on this illustrious podcast, but we'll continue today's episode talking about my 53 man roster projections, starting with the offense four changes on my 53 man roster, two on offense, two new pass catchers that are making the cut that did not before find out who those guys are as we stay tuned on today's locked on Falcons. But first, guys, our partners over at eBay Motors have teamed up with Locked On Fantasy Football host Vinny Iyer to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each and every week all season long. And whether you're prepping for the draft or scouring the waiver wire, every week we're going to provide you with players that are guaranteed to fit your roster. So with draft prep underway for the upcoming season, let's see who Vinny has picked out for us as this week's eBay's Guaranteed Fit Fantasy Picks of the Week. And if you're looking for a second-year fantasy football wide receiver who can drive your team to big points while he catches on with a new starting quarterback, other than Drake London, well, you know, Garrett Wilson's probably your best bet. He is a guaranteed fit with Aaron Rodgers and ready to build off of the promise he showed as a rookie with the Jets and watch Wilson make big plays all over the field all season long with his speed, quickness, and route running. Very reminiscent of another player that we know down here in Georgia. But now that Vinny Iyer of Locked On Fantasy Football is helping us win our fantasy championships, eBay Motors knows that a championship team is all about each player being that perfect fit. And the same is true with your vehicle. With eBay Guaranteed Fit and over 122 million parts and accessories for your vehicle right at your fingertips, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Air filters, brakes, batteries, taillights, alternators, shock struts, you name it, eBay Motors has it. And they'll make sure that it's the right fit for your car because eBay Guaranteed Fit helps you understand exactly what part you need for your vehicle the first time. So go forth, switch gears, crank the AC, and say goodbye to sweating if your ride needs a little fixing up because now you'll know you'll always be set up for success from the get-go. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, everything your vehicle is calling for is just a click away. For the parts and accessories that fit your vehicle, just look for the green check. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices at ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay Guarantee Fit, only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. So continuing today's Locked On Falcons, let's talk about the Falcons' 53-man roster projection, looking exclusively at the offense up first. Two major changes to that unit, swapping out the wide receiver five and the tight end four. Right. Initially in that June projection, I had Josh Ali as the fifth wide receiver on the Falcons roster. And yes, I, I do have graphics here for those of you watching on YouTube. Um, and, you know, I had Josh Ali initially in June and, you know, it seems like Penny Hart's kind of getting the most buzz. But as I said in that June episode, it's a toss up for that fifth roster spot. We thought we talked about Josh Ali and, and Penny Hart maybe being 
having the leg up with the punt return duties. There hasn't been a lot of buzz on who's sort of the front runner for the punt return. Maybe we get some um, something more on that this week in practice or later this week at the preseason game. But for now, I'm, I'm swapping in Penny Hart as that fifth receiver. The fourth tight end, obviously, with the Michael Pruitt signing, he is replacing John Fitzpatrick, who I'm now bumping down to the practice squad. More on that in a second. But let's start with sort of who I have starting with the quarterback position, the all important quarterback position. Same two guys, Desmond Ritter, Taylor Heineke on the roster, Logan Woodside on the practice squad, running back, same four guys, um, B. John Robinson, Tyler Algier, Cordero Patterson, and Keith Smith. Uh, I previously had Carlos Washington and Clint Rakovich, the fullback on the practice squad. I am bumping Rakovich, keeping Washington on that practice squad. I know it's a very sad day when we are moving on from a fullback here on this illustrious Locked On Fullbacks, not Locked On Falcons podcast. Uh, as I mentioned, same top four wide receivers, Drake London, Mac Holland, Scotty Miller, Kadeo Hodge, now with Penny Hart as that fifth receiver. Previously, I had Chris Blair, Slade Bolden, and Keelan Harris as my three receivers on the practice squad. I'm keeping Harris and Bolden, but I'm swapping out Chris Blair, obviously now that he's on IR, with Frank Darby. Uh, but as I said back in June, you know, this is really just throwing darts at the board. You can pick any, you know, anybody for that fifth wide receiver spot and probably any three receivers for that practice squad. And you'll probably just as likely as I think I said on yesterday's episode, hoping that this weekend against the Dolphins, we get a little bit of separation, get a real pecking order with that group. The tight end position, as I mentioned, top three, Kyle Pitts, John Smith, Parker Hesse. Now with Michael Pruitt as that fourth guy, John Fitzpatrick goes to the fifth tight end, which will be on the practice squad. Previously, I had Felipe Franks on the practice squad. Clearly, you know, any player that I projected to be on the practice squad has run into some bad luck so far this summer because you got Chris Blair, you got Felipe Franks. I also had Ethan Greenidge on my practice squad projection back in June. They are all currently on IR. So uh, we got, I think we got another player that I projected for the practice squad on IR for the defense, but more on that later. But yeah, so um, Fitzpatrick takes over uh, as the practice squad tied in same nine players on my offensive line. You know, the first six guys that are locks are easy to project as Jake Matthews, Matthew Bergeron, Drew Dolman, Chris Lynch from Kayla McGarry and Matt Hennessy. Then the last three are a little bit harder. Now, previously I had Javon Gwynn, Jalen Mayfield and Josh miles making it as that swing tackle. Um, not changing off of that, but you know, I, I definitely don't feel better about that projection today than I did back in June. Um, no more greenage on the practice squad. I had him and Justin Schaefer and my June practice squad projection swapping out greenage for Kyle Hinton, but you could put literally anybody else there. And I have no idea. So, um, you know, the other thing before we move on to the defense, I do want to comment on is, you know, some of you guys that check out the YouTube probably notice that these are color coded, right. Based off of the quality of the player. And I have Parker Hesse, you know, co color coded as a roster cornerstone alongside Jake Matthews and Chris Lindstrom. And I think Grady Jarrett and maybe AJ Terrell are the, the two guys on defense that I have as a uh, roster cornerstones as well. Um, and like, that's kind of a joke, but at the same time, it's, it's, I'm like kind of serious about it. Like I, I do feel in a lot of ways that Parker Hesse is like one of the five, like most important players on the Falcons offense and like alongside, you know, not counting the quarterback, but like in terms of like Jake Matthews, Chris Lindstrom, Kyle Pitts and, and, and Drake London, like, I feel like Parker Hesse's in that group of guys that like, even though, you know, he's not like 
the guy that gets the ball, but like so much of their offense functions by Parker Hesse's blocking, you know? And so it, it, it even though I'm joking that he's a roster cornerstone, it, it's going to be a running gag that I'm like, I'm not really joking when I, when I say that. So you can, that's going to just, that's going to continue to be a running gag here on the podcast uh, throughout all of time, as far as I'm concerned, but we'll move that conversation along and, and talk about the defense and the two changes I have on my defensive roster projection basically talking about who's going to replace Eddie Goldman up front and sort of how special teams is shaking up my outlook on the secondary. And we'll get into that as we wrap up today's Locked on Falcons. So continuing today's Locked on Falcons, guys, I want to give a special shout out to the everydayers once more. Uh, And of course, tomorrow's episode, we'll be breaking down all the things that happened in that joint practice with the Dolphins day one of those joint practices. Uh, And hopefully I'll, I'll get a heads up from uh, my friend who gave me the heads up two years ago that, you know, the Falcons are absolutely dominating the Falcons, uh, the Dolphins in practice. Now he, he basically said that was the worst practice of the summer up to that point. And uh, hopefully we'll get some of that again this, this week, but we'll, we'll see. Um, but getting into the two biggest changes on the, the Falcons defensive uh, roster projection with Eddie Goldman gone, I put Timmy Horn back on the roster. I initially did not have Timmy Horn either on the roster or on my practice squad. You know, that's just an oversight on my part, mostly because I was just trying to shake things up and and introduce some new blood, just throwing darts at the board, so to speak, and being like, well, you know, a lot of the guys that make the team the previous year or make the practice squad the previous year don't return the the next year. So I wound up putting like Carlos Davis on the practice squad. I'll still have him there. But, you know, the, the, the five D linemen I have sticking you know, are now Grady Jarrett, Calais Campbell, uh, David Onyemata, uh, Taquan Graham, Zach Harrison, and now Timmy Horn as, as that sixth guy. Joe Gaziano, Albert Huggins, and Carlos Davis on the practice squad for me. Um, you know, at the edge rusher group, you know, Bud Dupree, Lorenzo Carter, Arnold Abichetti, D'Angelo Malone, uh, Ikeda Inichuku. I had on the practice squad. He got hurt, obviously. And again, the curse continues. And now that opens the door for Adi Ogundeji to make it back on the practice squad. I have five linebackers making it, the same five. Caden Ellis, Troy Anderson, Michael Walker, Nate Landman, and Tate Davis. The Falcons could easily keep four linebackers. No idea at this point in time. A sixth linebacker on the practice squad and Mike Jones Jr. Who? Mike Jones Jr. Um, Cornerback, same seven guys. Jeff Okuda. AJ Terrell, Trey Flowers, Mike Hughes, D. Alford, Clark Phillips, and Darren Hall. Now, one thing we need to point out is it's possible that Jeff Okuda, due to his injured ankle, could start the season on IR and thus miss the first four games of the season, uh, similar to what we saw with Isaiah Oliver last year. That's a possibility, and and that would potentially open the door for somebody else to make the roster, potentially an offensive player, because I think my current count has 24 offensive players, 26 defensive players, and and a lot of times in the NFL, it's it's 25 and 25 uh, to balance those things out. But, you know, maybe that's a fourth running back, like a Carlos Washington or a Godwin Igabuque, or maybe that's, you know, the the roster spot that, you know, opens the door for John Fitzpatrick to make it, and and Arthur Smith does the thing that he, he loves to do and carry five tight ends on the roster. So that will be something to keep an eye on, but, you know, those seven guys, I think I talked about on that June episode that Darren Hall is kind of the 53rd of 53 guys making the roster. I have him sneaking onto the roster, but we'll, we'll sort of see if, if that's the case. I do have uh, Natron Brooks and Cornell Armstrong on the practice squad at the cornerback position. 
Uh, previously, I think I had Clifford Chapman over Brooks, uh, but Brooks seems to be creating a little bit more buzz at, at practice than Chapman. I haven't really heard anybody talk about Chapman really at all. And then the other change is the safety position with Micah Abernathy making it over DeMarco Hellams as that fourth safety behind Jesse Bates, Jalen Hawkins, and Richie Grant. Now, you know, the reason why Micah Abernathy is making the cut is because Micah Abernathy, from what we've heard, is um, getting that first team work with the, as the personal protector on the punt team. And we talked about this when we broke down the special teams earlier this uh, summer in July, where I sort of speculated that, you know, I don't know who's going to be the personal protector because nobody on the roster really has that experience. And I think I projected it. It's maybe Jalen Hawkins will do it. Maybe who knows? Uh, but I think I said on that episode, like nobody really has experience doing it, but I was wrong on that. Micah Abernathy did get his some snaps as a personal protector uh, when he was with the Packers in preseason either last summer or the previous summer. So I was wrong on, on that. And maybe that's the reason why he's getting those first team reps because he's probably the player on the roster, even if it was only like six plays, you know, it's probably the most experienced guy. So we'll see if that continues in the preseason. That will be certainly something I'll be keeping my eye on. And because of that, now DeMarco Hellams is on the practice squad. But it may be possible that, again, if the Falcons somehow keep four linebackers or six corners, that they could decide to keep five safeties and, and DeMarco Hellams goes right back on the roster i previously had lucas dennis on the practice squad as that fifth uh safety but of course the three special teams players are young way Koo, bradley pinion and liam mccullough you know i'm very shocked that matthew trickett did not stick on this roster you know it seemed like everybody was saying he was going to replace young way Koo, and I'm, I'm being sarcastic when i say that so you should probably see my face as i say these ridiculous things but um yeah, that's that's basically where I'm at with the 53-man roster. If we do this exercise probably next week, which we may do if I don't have anything else to talk about, <laughs> uh, this is basically, you know, the the secret to behind this podcast for you everydayers is like usually I'll do a 53-man roster breakdown in the summer when I when I don't really have anything else to talk about, and, and during the off season, it's that's that's Q and a times, right? Uh, it's like, Oh, we'll, we'll do a mailbag today. Cause there's nothing else going on. So that's usually how I work it. And with the Falcons having a couple of days off of practices, like not a whole lot going on right now. We're just kind of waiting for these joint practices to kick off. So that will be what's in store for you guys on tomorrow's episode. And then later this week, I think we'll be joined by Jarvis to preview that preseason game. And I'll get with Jarvis to see if we're going to do a postcast. We'll probably will knowing him. Um, but we just haven't, you know, we just, we got to confirm that if we're going to do a postcast for the preseason, you know, we got to get, you know, get the kinks out and all that stuff. So we'll, we'll see what's what on that. And of course that postcast, if you're tuning in, uh, will be on the locked on sports Atlanta channel immediately following, uh, the Falcons dolphins preseason game. But in the meantime, continue to make this illustrious podcast, your first listen guys. And tomorrow we'll be reacting again to the joint practices of day one. And of course, you know, that should be your first listen. But for your second listen, hey, check out the Locked On Dolphins podcast or you can check out any of the Locked On Sports Atlanta shows here on this illustrious podcast network. Of course, those are Locked On Braves, Locked On Bulldogs, Locked On Hawks, Locked On uh, Sports Atlanta shows like ATL Day Ones with Jarvis Davis and Tanitra Batiste, as well as Hitting Hard with John Chuckery. Uh, you can find them all as part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back, Calais.